Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com, and welcome to another episode of The John Morris Show. And in this episode, I'm going to again be answering one of your questions. So I was asked the question by Petar Mrissen. <laughs> I'm sure I butchered that name, but please let me know how to pronounce that name. But uh, I was asked this question over on Cora. And if you haven't yet, I would suggest heading on over to Cora as it is an awesome place for asking and answering questions. And if you, of course, have a question for me, you can find me at Cora.com slash John dash Morris Morris dash 67 and invite me to your question and I will do my best to answer it on the show. All right. So with that said, let's go ahead and dive into today's question. So the question is, with regard to the business of freelancing, specifically web design and development, is it possible for people in developing regions of the world, for example, India, Eastern Europe, to name a few, to command equal rates as people in first world countries? If the answer is yes, then how? Now, I have a unique perspective on this particular question, I think, because A, I live in the United States, which is considered a developed country, but I work day in and day out with uh, my coworkers, many of whom are in the Philippines, which I believe is considered a developing country, um, and at the very least is a is another country where sometimes people try to hire developers in order to get a lower rate, at the very least. And so I've worked with uh, those people and have, you know, I've been to the Philippines. I'm really good friends with these guys. I've, you know, been to uh, as many of their houses as I've been able to get to and so forth. So, um, you know, I'm fairly familiar with them and their situation. And obviously I'm familiar with myself and my situation. So again, I think I have somewhat of a unique uh, perspective on this. And so the simple to answer to your question is yes, you can work to where you command equal rates as someone in the United States, for example, or in a more developed country. That said, you have to realize that right or wrong, and I'm not necessarily agreeing that this is right, but right or wrong, it will be a little bit more difficult. And the reason that is, is because in my experience, a lot of the people who are hiring web developers are from developed countries like the United States. And they, again, right or wrong, are looking for someone from a country similar to theirs. Or they're looking for someone from the United States. Or if they're in the UK, they're looking for someone from the UK and so forth. So it can be a little bit more difficult. And there are, frankly, again, I'm not giving the politically correct answer. I'm giving the honest answer, which is there are certain uh, parts of the world that have a bad reputation for, you know, having lots of hackers there or having developers who um, maybe aren't as reliable or trustworthy or so forth, right? And so, again, that's, not saying that's you, but that's the, uh, I guess, stereotype 
that's out there. And so you have to deal with that. You have to understand that you have to overcome that. I've always, um, I always tell people, developers here from the United States that really they have no excuse because they have a huge advantage simply being from the United States, uh, and having English as their native language. Again, right or wrong, that's an advantage. If you don't have that, then you have to understand it's going to be a little bit harder, but it's not impossible because there's plenty of developers in the United States who are completely unreliable and have no clue what they're doing. And there are plenty of developers from places like India, Eastern Europe, the Philippines, etc. that are amazing developers and know way more than anybody from the United States, including myself. So the story I like to tell is um, a friend of mine and also a, a former co-worker. Um, I won't give his name because I haven't asked for permission to do that, but I do want to tell kind of the general story. And him and I worked together, and I initially, he was coming to do some stuff for me, actually, so I asked him to jump on Elance. And then he started doing some stuff on his own. And at the time, I think I was charging about $90 an hour. And he was charging 25 Well, he was a much better coder than me. And I mean, that's not me being humble. That's the real truth. Far and away a better coder than I was. Not even close. And he was charging um, about a third of what I was charging. And I had the conversation with him several times about... I, I, I you know, I, I said, I, I just don't, it doesn't make sense to me that you're charging what you charge. You should charge way more. You're worth it. So we had been through that several times and eventually I had actually given him clients where I was charging a certain rate and I made them, well, I didn't make them, obviously can't make them, but I highly encouraged them to continue with him at the same rate and they did. And eventually he saw that people would pay him that higher rate and he eventually started charging that higher rate uh, and so I've actually seen someone who was charging a much lower rate move up and so there are there are really three things that I think are key to making that transition from charging lower rates to charging the, the higher rates really this applies to anybody but um, specifically if you're from what would be a considered a development country or a developing country Right, so the first thing is you yourself need to get over the idea that you deserve less. Now, I think a lot of people here in the United States would disagree with me because we talk about standard of living and this, that, the other. To me, I don't think any of that matters. It's none, none of their business what you have to pay each month for rent or what you have to pay to get a hamburger. That, that means nothing. It's none of their business. So what your standard of living is should have nothing to do with it. Instead, what it should what it should be based on is what's the market rate? What are they what's the market willing to pay for the particular service that you're providing? If you can provide that service and you live in the Philippines or India or Eastern Europe or wherever, it, it doesn't matter what you what your standard of living is. I personally could care less what your standard of living is if I were hiring somebody. If you can deliver the result, then what's the market rate for the result? That's what you should get paid. Now, the reason business owners don't 
is because they're 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 business owners. They're trying to cut costs. They're trying to turn as much profit as they can. So if you let them get away with it, they will continue to get away with it. So again, you need to get over the idea that you deserve less. When you start getting over it, they'll start getting over it. So that's the first big thing. That was the biggest thing for uh, my friend was getting over the idea that all of that other stuff about standard of living and so forth mattered and that he deserved more. Once he got over that, the rest took care of itself. Okay, so again, take some time to just look yourself in the mirror. The market rate for a result is the market rate. And it really doesn't matter at all where you live. If you can deliver, and if you can create the same kind of experience, communicating, you know, how fast you deliver, so forth. All of the responsibility and other things outside of the technical stuff, if you provide that as well, it doesn't matter. Now, the second thing is, is that in order to overcome the stereotypes that are out there, you're going to need to build lots and lots of trust, more than I would have to, being from the United States. Again, not necessarily fair, but that's the reality. And so you need to work harder on the front end, creating content, uh, building things, having a better portfolio, having better testimonials. You'll need to work harder on the front end to get clients because you need to build more trust. But when you do, then suddenly, uh, as you build all of those things and put all those assets in place, it's going to get a lot, lot easier. And you're going to be able to command exactly the same rates as someone like I would being from the United States or even higher. So the thing that you need to focus on is not worry about where you're from. It's on building trust, understanding the stereotype exists, and finding ways for you to upfront convince clients or demonstrate to clients that you don't fit that stereotype and that you can help them with what they need and so forth. So again, creating relevant content to build trust, having a killer portfolio, having testimonials, all of those things in place to to make sure that when someone sees your page and your profile and so forth, that it communicates uh, trust, responsibility, etc., Again, the thing you need to remember is that talent is not your problem. It's trust. It's overcoming the stereotype. So you don't you don't really need to spend a bunch of time talking about how talented you are. You need to spend more time talking about how reliable you are. All right, the third one then is for you, if you ha- don't have this down already, learning English may be more important than coding your actual coding skills. You may already be plenty good coding-wise, but mastering English may be more important. Again, that's not the politically correct answer at all, but that's the reality. The reason a lot of uh, clients want someone from a developed country like the United States, the UK, or whatever, is because the people there speak fluent English, and most of the clients speak fluent English. So they want someone that they can speak back and forth with, and the communication not be mixed up, right? So that's probably the biggest reason why they're looking for someone for the, from the United States in the first place. So if you can uh, upgrade your English or master English to a point where 
there's no communication gap, then it really eliminates that. And then when it comes to your profile page or your services page or anywhere where you're trying to sell your services, you need to make sure that you pay extra attention to the grammar and spelling because those things for you are going to stick out a lot more because clients are so focused on finding someone who can speak good English. Okay, so those are the three things in my experience and watching you know a friend of mine go through the process, that process for someone in a developing country from charging really low rates to being able to charge higher rates. Those are the, the main steps that uh, he, he went through in order to make that happen. All right, so that'll do it for this episode of the show. Thank you for listening. If you have a question that you'd like for me to answer of your own, then again, you can head on over to Cora.com slash John-Morris-67, and you can ask that question there and invite me to answer it, and I'll try to get it on the show. Or you can tweet me at JP Morris using the hashtag JMO I want to know, and I will try to answer it as well. Also, if you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe to the show so you can get access to all of the latest lessons. And if you could do me a favor, if you liked this podcast, could you go ahead and like it so that I know this is the kind of content that you're after? That's really the only way that I can tell what you like and what you don't is if you actually go ahead and like it. So if you could do that, I'd sure appreciate it. And then I can start making more content just like this. All right. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you next time.